hear me out. Hear me out. After a couple of years, even more than a decade, do you ever catch yourself sort of being a hater to an artist that is one of your favorite artists? It isn't like you, they really dropped the ball, unless we're talking about Chance and the Big Day. Yeah, then I don't blame you. That, that shit was pretty trash. But for some somebody that didn't fall off as hard in the project, you ever catch yourself sort of just like, damn, I'm a fan. I love their music, but I, I'm not rocking with this new stuff. You know, even going as far as to be that kind of person and be like, yo, I miss the old Kanye. In this case, I miss the old J. Cole. That's that's sort of the thoughts I was going through myself for a bit. You know, after KOD, it was definitely like, ah, I'm I'm loving this enlightened, introspective, you know, slice of life from him that goes deep into his flaws, picking up past trauma, being able to, you know, pick yourself to see uh, what makes you tick, what makes you open up to others, being minimalistic in the way you approach life. And, you know, for... Um, for your eyes only, he gave a great storytelling album through the perspective of his um, deceased friends James, dedicating the album towards the end, of course, to um, James' daughter. And this being, you know, like a closure for J. Cole in that chapter of his life. And then going to KOD, where we have J. Cole speaking about devices that he goes through, um, explaining more of the trauma between his mother and, um, stepfather at the time and then the conflicting thoughts he will have with alter egos and of course growing up and tracing you know the facts that he he had difficulty staying loyal to that relationship he witnessed growing up is something that you don't see often something that you appreciate and it's just like that's what makes j cole different that's what makes j cole great but I, I think we could I think we could agree that this isn't something we could bump all the time. This isn't something that's just you could out of nowhere in the middle of the day, I need to play this. Unless it is. You know, I, every now and then it might hit you like, oh, okay, this track, amazing. I'm not going to play it again for another, who knows. Compared to 2014 Hills Drive, J. Cole, we're talking about A Tale of Two City, Firing Squad. We're talking about wet dreams and then being able to juxtapose those high energetic bars to hello and apparently, which was, it was a perfect blend album, top of J. Cole's discography. We could all agree on that. And that was an album that really solidified J. Cole's position in the rap game. From a commercial standpoint, we've all already heard it. Platinum with no features, double platinum with no features. I even think triple platinum with no features. In a commercial standpoint, did great from a technical standpoint. Amazing as well. He got respect from his peers, got respect from the fans. And even in J. Cole's own words, he sort of felt like, you know, he he sort of peaked. Like, that was it. I did it. That was the album. And then, of course, he went the route that he did. But that's the J. Cole I could listen to religiously day in and day out. Born Center J. Cole. Sideline Story J. Cole. I wasn't, I didn't discover him for the warm up. So, albums following that, that's the ones that hit home for me. So, I'm just in before he dropped the off season. If I see folding clothes pop up on my Apple playlist for whatever reason, I'll just sort of look at my screen. It's like, I don't want to hear this shit. Why, why do I want to hear this shit? Neighbors, neighbors is dope. But everything else for your eyes only is, I'm not, I'm not ever in the mood to hear it. 
I remember that night vividly. It was me and the crew. Me and all the boys were in the car. We're sitting back. And it's just like, yo, we remember how hard 2014 Hills Drive was. So we got the blunts ready. We're all sitting. We're waiting for midnight, ready to hit play. And after, of course, sitting through a couple of tracks, we all sort of looked at each other. And it's like, yo, am I the only one getting sleepy? <laughs> am I the only one getting sleepy? You bored too? Yeah, I'm not really feeling this. I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not trying to have my brain cells working right now. We're trying to get hyped up, listen to some, you know, something funny at least. And now it's just sort of <laughs> bringing the mood down. Of course, this isn't his fault. Not to say that I don't want to ever hear music from that again. But then it continued on for this enlightened path. And then we saw what happened with the 2018 route. And it sort of felt like he was a father figure, which I'm not saying he is the father figure for the rap game. But I, I still stand behind the messages he was saying at the time, regardless if the music was hot or popping. But then we hit a streak. I want to say 2018, where is he sort of, J. Cole re, uh, rejuvenated himself, uh, probably found the spark or the passion that he admit he lost, especially after 2014 his drive, because he felt like he did it. He made it. Everything he worked so hard to do was already established. And we saw him go on an insane feature run and then eventually Revenge of the Dreamers 3 where we found uh, a different J. Cole than we have for the past couple years. Sounded like he was having fun in the studio. And if J. Cole's having fun in the studio, that means the music is going to be fun to listen to. And it was. And we're still able to get tracks like Sacrifices. We were also able to get tracks like Under the Sun. And it was just beautiful time back then and now. And it was more a positive side for me because like, all right, that means I could look forward to J. Cole going back to his, you know, to going back to more complex rhyme schemes. I want to hear J. Cole bop and weave through these verses. And then seeing as how he's used his voice as a focus for singing on hooks and melodies, he could continue to improve on that. And we got it with the off season. We got it all. It, it was a short, concise album. Everything from the way it was intended to be. We're able to get tracks like My Life. And we're able to just hear him collaborate with other artists, which was a fresh take on the ears. If it was another album with no features, it was, it was going to drag out at this point. As much as I love Cole, it would drag out. But it wasn't. It added more dynamics that haven't been there for a long time. And again, a braggadocious J. Cole with a chip on his shoulder is, is an amazing rap song, J. Cole. I love for the fact for 100 mil that I believe he has 100 mil. Don't let, don't let him convince you that he doesn't have 100 mils. I, know, I could almost guarantee that for a fact. So when he's talking his shit to everybody's, everybody else saying, I mean, your mil is cool, your two mil is cool, but that's, that's baby money. That's candy shop money. None of y'all on my level. Platinum, he's already done that. Yeah, he's already done that. But again, in tracks like that, and then going back to um, Let Go Of My Hand, where he's still able to bring that intro, introspective touch to it, reminiscing on how he had a difficult life growing up, and then sort of not wanting to... um give off this sense of overprotectiveness over his son because of the way he grew up and having to understand that at a certain point, he's going to have to grow up 
and mature to be his own man and face with face any hardships he's going to face in his life by himself or find out his own way. So being able to have that dynamic where you're bragging about having 100 mil, but also reflecting on the way you grew up and your son's future. It's a beautiful blend that only someone like J. Cole can do, honestly. Because for some reason, the J. Cole disrespect reached some insane amounts. It could have been the massive amount of Lil Pump and Smoke Perp fans and people that just ride whatever wave on social media, of course. At the end of the day, I don't think anybody in real life, I don't know, I've never met someone in real life that really said, fuck J. Cole. I've never met someone in real life. I would like to say, I don't know, let me think back on this. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't met anybody in real life that doesn't fuck with J. Cole. And if you do meet someone in real life that that doesn't fuck with J. Cole, I don't think you should continue talking with them. I don't even think you should shake your hand. Really ask yourself this. Why would someone not fuck with J. Cole? They have, they have to be shady. They a shady person without a doubt. I warned you right now in case you do meet those people. They're out there. But yeah, and then having, you know, on Let Go of My Hand, the black vocals, him, and I think that Diddy situation that he speaks about is a good analogy for how, I guess, he expected uh, making it in the rap game was supposed to be. And then having that reality hit him, that's like, not everything was what it seemed. And then I could understand why that's why he decided to go the minim- minimalistic approach, more humble, more about myself and the message. And seeing as how he already got all the accolades, just laying back, laying back, sort of staying mellow. But I don't want that forever, forever at least. Going forward from here, having more standout standout tracks like Amari still going bar heavy with close and even I mean for God's sake he dropped an interlude as a single and drove me crazy it drove did it drive you crazy let me ask you how did you feel when interlude dropped and it's like damn he's dropping a interlude as a single and he sounds pretty hungry on this and then here I am December I'm still running the album through, still consuming it. It's become a daily, a weekly, and not something that's like, are you guys into something, you know, more conscious? It's, it's conscious the vibe. Can we put this on the ox every other day? Of course. That's, I'm just, I had to catch myself from being on that. I miss, I miss the old J. Cole, but granted, he was going a route that was like, damn, I really do miss the old J. Cole. How do you guys feel about J. Cole in 2021, his progression for the past decade or so? And what would you expect from him going forward? Me, I'm a big advocate for, especially the rappers at the top, mainly the big three, Kendrick, Drake, and J. Cole, that, you know, they're very private. So if you're able to rap about anything in your life that we don't already know, and of course, Rap about it in a way that it isn't just simply telling us what you're doing, of course. But in, bring in the metaphors, bring in all the rhymes, all the good stuff. And it's just, it, it builds that connection that has made you a hardcore fan to begin with. Assuming you're a hardcore fan of these guys. I would like to see more of this, but 
Offseason, definitely a great surprise album that made me eat my words as far as I don't think he could get any better. Prove me wrong. Well, what, what else? Do you guys miss the old J. Cole? Or has this album made you be more excited for this present state and future J. Cole? I'm going to go drink some water. I hope you guys go drink some water. I'm out.